Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Flavor of the Week, brought to you by Banditos, fresh, made daily. In Flavor of the Week, Kyle sits down with one of our local priests over four different episodes to sample variations of a favorite food or drink while they discuss the ins and outs of life as a priest. This is Kyle Hyman. Welcome to Flavor of the Week, part one with Father Cyril Fernandez. I am here at St. Hedwig's and St. Patrick's. Correct. It's a joint parish. Two parishes. One yeah. pastor. One, and, and you're you're straddling, doing the splits. Splits, Between the yes. two of them. 50-50. Yeah. And this is a little bit different. This is a, the first time I've had a priest cook for me. Actually, probably in my lifetime. Oh. Uh, but definitely for flavor of the week. Yeah. So thank you for, for cooking. Thank you for having me because it's a great joy. You know, it's very nice. I'm really excited about this meal. It smells so good. Good. And it looks good. Mm-hmm. And right now we've got a plate of pickles. Pickles. All kinds of different pickles that you have. You you grow all these vegetables in your garden. Yes. And then except you pickle the lemon. them yourself. Yes. I pickle them myself. So can you introduce us to the different yes, uh, ones here? Lemon. Pickled lemon. Lemon. Pickled uh-huh. lemon. Lemon uh-huh. pickle. And uh, lime pickle. Okay. Eggplant pickle. Uh-huh. Ginger and uh, chili pickles. Okay. Green chilies. Uh-huh. And then a shrimp pickle. How spicy are these? Uh, these are very spicy. Actually, people eat one piece of lemon and one plate full of rice. Okay. There is no other things. You uh-huh. know. In India, the poor people do not have any other things, you know. The poor people, they make this, you know, and especially rainy season. Now is a rainy season. It has been raining for four days. Heavy rain. And one thing we didn't mention is you are from India. I'm from you, India, yes. yes. People might assume St. Patrick's, you must be Irish. Yeah, they, you, they do, do but I tell them always I'm Indo-Irish okay. or Indo-Polish. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Both, both so I'm from originally from India. I'm here last 20 years in uh-huh. the Diocese of Fort Wayne, South Bend. Yeah. You know, I was in first time in uh, St. Patrick's Church in Arcola. Mm-hmm. And then I was at St. John the Baptist in Fairfield in Fort Wayne. And I was there. You were well. there. That's the first I think, time I met you. I think you came right before we moved there. Yes. And then right after we moved out, you left. So yes. I assume that you were just there for us. Yes, yeah. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Baptized two of our children. Yeah, that's great Our two thing. oldest boys. Yeah, yeah. That's right. And then I have uh, this uh, coconut Chutney, uh-huh. coconut dip, we can say, mixed now, with. You gave me a sample of that. Yeah. That seems like it'd be something really good on a cracker. Yes, but it you, is supposed you, to be with the crackers here you can eat. But you mix it with the rice. Yeah, we eat most of these things uh, in India uh-huh. with the rice. Uh-huh. Olden days, the people had to work in the farm, rice paddy fields. Yeah. They had to go early in the morning before the sun because they'll be get tired, hot sun and sure. all those things. So they will have previous days leftover rice and they eat one plate of rice with two pieces of this lemon, okay. mango pickle or lemon pickle, lime pickle and all those things. Yeah. And also other way, you can see the rainy season, it rains continuously like like last week, it rained four days continuously, people cannot go out. Okay. So they will prepare pickles, keep for a year or two mm-hmm. and take little by little and have their food. Yeah. That's the reason these pickles are prepared. Right. But here, you know, this here we have it with a you know, bread and I can put in between the bread and you can have it. These are little spicy, but as the days go on, they become less spicier because all the spiciness goes into the pieces of lime or lemon mm. 
or uh, on uh, eggplant or something. So you have this whole closet full of all of these pickles that you made. Yes. How long does it take you to make all those? Is this like? Oh, a- it takes me just a few minutes because I enjoy cooking. But I mean, that's a lot of jars. Yeah, a lot of jars, but then there are variety, different varieties. I got yeah. also some uh, ten to fifteen variety of pickles there. Is it like every night you're making a batch no, of pickles? When I'm free, you when, know, I enjoy. I like to keep myself busy. Yeah, yeah. So whenever I have some like these eggplants, I saw a lot of eggplants in my garden. They were getting bad, you know, winter will be very soon. So uh-huh. I just brought them all, cut them into pieces. While cooking, I, lit, I need little concentration. Daytime is very difficult. I usually prepare them in the evening. So because you need to know how much you put uh, ingredients, uh-huh. you know, various ingredients. That's very important. When yeah. you make these things, how much uh, ingredients you use, you know, how much you put. So in the evening, no one disturbs me. Yeah. After supper, Father Cam goes to bed. Uh-huh. I mean, goes to his room. A retired priest. Retired priest. He lives with me here. He's a good cook. He cooks uh, most of the time in the house. Uh-huh. So he eats and he goes to his room and I'm alone, you know, just I cut everything, you know, and prepare all these pickles in the evening. Yeah. So fun. So tell us a little bit about growing up in India. What kind of environment was it? What was your family like? And what? Yeah. when did you think you were called to the priesthood? Oh, that's a very interesting thing, you know. I was uh, born in India. Uh-huh. Um, uh, we are five brothers and one sister. We are six. Uh-huh. Among them, uh, five of us are living. One brother died in India many mm. in, in the year 1994 in a train accident in Mumbai. Oh, no. And I'm the oldest son in the family. Mm-hmm. My All my brothers and sisters were born later on after me. Uh-huh. So I studied in a parish school up to seventh grade. And then the high school, I studied in a public school. Okay. government recognized public school. Then I thought, you know, I should be an engineer because a lot of money, you know, who young people like to have a lot. So I applied to be an engineer that time, you know. What so is that? Mechanical engineer. Okay, gotcha. And then, uh, of course, so I went for five days to the class and I said, this is not life for me. <laughs> you know. And I said to my mom, you know, my parents were wanting, you know, in Indian culture, the oldest son has to take care of the family, the mm-hmm. parents. So I was the oldest. So yeah. when I said to my mom, she said, no, you can't become a priest, but who will take care of us? Yeah. My brothers and sisters were too young, you know, because they were born, all of them were born after my seven years, you know. Uh-huh. My younger brother was born after seven years, so they were little. So then she was very upset, but my uncle is also a priest in India, in the diocese where I belong even now, okay. Jamshedpur. So I told her I'm going to where my uncle is. So uh-huh. my pastor, you know, took me to the seminary and um, he got me admitted to the seminary. I was in one year in my hometown to learn English and uh, other languages and, you know, many other things, how to sit at the table and all those kind of <laughs> things. They were taught to us because I was born in an interior village. Okay. You know, so. How far from the city? Uh, from city, it will take you an hour, one and a half hour. Okay. By bus. And so when, when you go back to visit, you fly in and then you have an hour yes, bus yes, ride? Yes, I go or to somebody I go picks from, you up? Yeah, someone picks me up from okay. there, you know. Now there are roads and those days they didn't have only walking, you know, kind of a path. That's all they had. Now okay. there is a road and all those things. So I was born, you know, then I went to the seminary first time, leaving home. 
Mr. One year I was in Mangalore Saint Joseph's Seminary. Uh-huh. That is in my hometown. Then uh, I I became a priest for North India, which is like distance like South Fort South Bend to California, you know kind. Yeah. Of. So then my bishop said, "How many dioceses are in India?" Oh, that is forty. Really? Yeah. He okay. said India is pretty large. So I know it's large. I just didn't yeah, know what the the yeah. Catholic population well, would have been. Catholic population is pretty good. I won't be able to tell you unless I yeah, see the records. Sure. So, yeah, I just don't want to give you a figure. Where, <laughs> you know, then I became a priest for the diocese of Jamshedpur in North India. Okay. So it is mostly uh, tribals. You know, tribals means like native Indians here. Uh-huh. They have almost like same tribes, like you know, they because most of their drum beats, music is very much uh, agrees with the native Indians here. Okay. Because I went last week with one of our native Indian to see their you know powwow, and I have seen oh, in wow. Fort Wayne, Saint Patrick's uh, that Miami Indians uh-huh. powwow. The music is very much of a similar thing. Huh. I became a ordained priest for the you know diocese of Jamshedpur in India. and then uh, i worked there for you know first my appointment as a vice principal of a school and then i was associate hmm. principal in uh, st mary's church and uh, st mary's english medium school where the language of instruction is english okay so then of course uh, i had my degrees in education so i was there for 5 years uh-huh then i was sent to a public school where you know lay people were running the school you know and then uh, after my all completion of my you know four years of theology four years of philosophy studies uh-huh. and then three years of regency where we had to go and stay in the parish and get some experience then again go back to three years of theology mm-hmm. and then i was ordained in the year 1988 okay then sent to the school i hated school actually to tell you i told my bishop i don't like as a priest as a priest yeah be like, because yeah. we teach you know we yeah. and i was uh, because it is to give me always a, a always a kind of a, you know all problem teachers problem students problem uh-huh. so now i love it you know but, but those days as a new priest you know so i didn't like it but i at the end after 5 years i just loved to be in a school teaching and all i enjoyed 5 years as a vice principal of a school it was school had uh, around uh, 1200 students now they have 5000 students in oh, the wow. school yes so <laughs> that was we are the first priest two of us huh. so after their bishop appointed me in a public school where it was considered as a you know lot of problems yeah lay people were running teachers were not coming on time students were not coming on time they would jump over the wall and go home hmm. so i had to put some lot of discipline you know i tell you i remember those <laughs> days that was not a good time for me i still remember i should have been i should have been nice to those students yeah. so discipline had to be brought in that's what i was told uh-huh. when i sent and the first priest as a first priest who went you know i can tell you some of those things where ch- children students were cheating and mostly boys hmm. 4000 boys were there oh wow so i had to manage the whole school then built school there you know increased the sections and all then i built my myself that place uh, for more schools mm-hmm. because i thought education is very important the people were these tribal children were you know not having enough schools you know even though there are schools not good education uh-huh. so i started four schools now they are grown has huge four schools schools yes 
in the place called Chai Basa. At the same time? You yes. start up all four? Oh yeah, one or by one, one by one. Then. Yeah, I was sent to a public school. Then I started where the medium of instruction was Hindi, local dialect. Mm-hmm. And then I started an English medium school where there wasn't any but uh, you know english medium means instruction is all english now they okay. are doing very well they have more than 5000 students and it has become a junior college you know up to 12th grade students wow. so what languages did you grow up i grew up uh, in my hometown uh, is mangalore uh, i spoke as a you know christians spoke a konkani language very close to portuguese and my neighborhood i spoke tulu with my hindu friends and in the school i spoke uh, like kannada Okay. You know, very close to Sanskrit. And then, of course, in the school, I learned a little bit of English. I didn't know until I joined the seminary. I didn't know English much. Okay. And then I learned Hindi, the other language, you know. Okay. So, these five languages as a kid when I... But I couldn't converse, you know, like in English because, you know. But I learned that when I came to North India, then I had to, you know, learn more Hindi because North India, they use a... and then i was uh, in a parish where uh, we have native indians they are called tribals where, mm-hmm. you know so i had to speak their language that's called whole language okay which you know so and then little bit of santali little bit of bengali so various <sighs> groups so already i speak eight languages so and uh, i heard you speaking a little spanish earlier little bit you, not much are you picking much up yeah i'm learning i'm going to school i like to learn that because you're interesting yeah you know and when you have people you know when you can converse with the people yeah it's more important you know the language so. right yeah right well this has been so, fascinating and i'm really excited for these flavors so in the next 3 weeks we'll uh, start trying some of your food okay and hear about how you ended up in the united states okay what it's like being a priest running two parishes yeah i'm fascinated to learn more so yeah. thank you so much father cyril thank you thank you